All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Happy Wednesday. I'm Amanda Head. For those of you who watch John's TV show, I am that face next to him. I have the honor of co-hosting our nightly news show with John. And uh, if you watch the show, you probably already know that he's out this week. So I'm going to be filling in for him on both our TV show and this podcast. And I can't wait to get started. So let's dive straight in. All right. Tonight, we're going to have an important discussion about the border. You're going to hear from Three different people who who absolutely love this country dearly. They want her to be protected and sovereign. But unfortunately, as many of us have seen during this administration, America's border is, uh, well, it's anything but secure. So today we're going to have Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona. He He's a fighter on many fronts. Boy, he is a fiscal hawk. But he is also one of the loudest voices and officially the earliest voice to raise concerns about Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas's performance, his lack of fulfillment of his constitutional and uh, statutory duties to protect our country. So he was the first person to call for the impeachment of the secretary, gosh, over two years ago. So on that note, let's go over a few news items of the day. As most of you know, the House Committee handling the write-up of impeachment articles is the House Homeland Security Committee. Well, as of late last night, the committee has voted to advance articles of impeachment against the secretary out of that committee onto the full floor of the House. And House Speaker Mike Johnson put out a statement shortly thereafter and said this. He said, I commend the House Homeland Security Committee for conducting a thorough and exhaustive investigation into Secretary Mayorkas's failed leadership of the department and his role in the ongoing border crisis. Today is uh, today's vote is in the committee is a solemn but necessary step to bring accountability for the American communities devastated by the effects of an open border, unquote. Now, I bring up that quote because the exhaustive investigation that the speaker raised in his statement That's going to be a very important part of this story going forward. So as you all know, even if the secretary is impeached in the House, that's likely where this road ends, because to remove him from office, you need two thirds of the Senate. Republicans, I don't think, will be able to get anywhere near that, even if they are able to pick up a few votes from moderate Democrats who, of course, are up for reelection in November. But that doesn't make this a loss. 
I mean, after all, we have seen the border crisis move up to the number one spot on the list of priorities and concerns for American voters. Uh, there are, of course, folks who don't vote Republican, but they are seeing, as we all are, the devastating effects of illegal immigration. And they may not necessarily be connecting the dots between policy and crisis. So this is this is an important tool for filling in those gaps and uh, connecting the dots. So uh, here's another news story for you that you can find over on justthenews.com. We are staring off the edge of a cliff when it comes to personnel protecting our border. Uh, a little bit of a history lesson for all of you. In the early 2000s, the Bush administration expanded the Border Patrol Force. They added about 6,000 agents when the initiative was first launched. They also doubled border security funding from $4.6 billion in fiscal year 2001 to $10.4 billion in 2007. They ultimately increased the number of Border Patrol agents by 63%. So this was a huge initiative by the Bush administration. But Guess what? Soon we're going to be coming up on the end of that policy. This is a policy that requires Border Patrol officers to retire when he or she reaches the age of 57 or has 20 years of law enforcement service. So, yeah, we're about to hit that 20 year mark and we are about to have a huge chunk of the men and women protecting our border retire. So that's a very scary thing to be looking at. All right. Speaking of tools, we have seen a bit of a recurring theme with this administration, and that is that uh, government agencies love using the power of their agencies to pass, quote, rules, unquote, that are, let's face it, they're effectively laws. You don't have to get too far into civics 101 to know that Congress is who passes laws. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how our founding fathers intended it. Now, because of the Chevron doctrine back in the mid 80s, um, agencies have felt quite liberated in enacting their own rules, aka laws, which is why the Supreme Court, I believe, is going to revisit that in Chevron v. Uh, Natural Resources Defense Council this year. But I don't want to get off on a legal tangent because what this is really about is uh, the Biden administration's propensity to overstep its its legal bounds and thrust anti-Second Amendment violations on the American people. Now, on our TV show, many of you have seen the president of Empower Oversight, Tristan Leavitt. Uh, we've had him on the show because he and his organization represent the IRS agents, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler, who are the ones who came forward about the slow walking that they witnessed of the IRS into Hunter Biden's tax, tax problems. Well, they are now raising the alarm about another power grab by the Biden administration, this time with respect to private gun sales. So in a letter today to Attorney General Merrick Garland, they said that they had learned from two different sources that the ATF, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, was directed by the White House to make a change to private gun purchase processes requiring a background check. The ATF has reportedly drafted a 1,300-page document in support of this rule change that would effectively, look, face it, this would this would ban private sales of firearms from one citizen to another if they require this background check for every sale. Because if we're talking about private citizens. Obviously, you can't just go online and perform a background check on someone. That's an egregious violation of privacy. And if you even if you're law enforcement and you do have access to running a background check, it's illegal for you to do that in your job without just cause. So this isn't this isn't just like filling out a rental application and running a credit check. If they enforce that each private gun sale includes a background check, make no mistake, this will this will halt 
private gun sales. And they know that. That's that's why they are doing this. And by the way, this directly contradicts laws that are already on the books. In 1986, Congress passed a law that explicitly prohibited background checks for gun sales between private individuals. So again, they're trying to circumvent Congress to do well, whatever they want. All right. One final story to wrap things up uh, at the top of this show today. Embattled FBI Director Christopher Wray is set to testify today on Capitol Hill that Chinese hackers are preparing to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities. Those comments came from his prepared testimony ahead of his appearance before the House Committee handling this. That's the uh, the House uh, Select Committee on Competition with China. So he also commented that, quote, there has been far too little public focus on the fact that People's Republic of China hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure, our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, uh, our uh, our transportation systems, and the risk that poses to every American requires our attention now, unquote. And while, of course, that's great to be concerned about that, maybe he can relay that message to President Biden. And Secretary Mayorkas, because the number of Chinese nationals coming across our southern border has exploded since Joe Biden took office. At one point, I think it had ballooned to 700 percent of what it was under President Trump. So if you're all that concerned about Chinese hacking of physical and critical infrastructure, I'd start there. Anyway, I digress. You can all check out these stories over on justthenews.com. We're going to take a quick commercial break. So give a listen to our amazing sponsors. And then we're going to be back on the other side with Congressman Andy Biggs. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time 
IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Welcome back from the commercial break. I I truly cannot say enough good things about our next guest. You have seen him frequently on our TV show, and he he always comes in hot. He's an America First Republican. He serves Arizona's 5th Congressional District, and he joins us now, Congressman Andy Biggs. Congressman, thank you for being here. Thanks, Amanda. Good to be with you. Sir, I want to start with this letter, uh, eight pages from DHS Secretary Mayorkas. The tone of it is remarkable. It's uh, it, it's quite audacious. Um, and a number of things that he said in the letter that concern me, but he talks about how he is going to continue to uphold the law. I'm not sure what laws he's talking about, Congressman, but it seems like uh, there are next to zero laws that are already on the books, not even the ones that President Trump imposed during his term, but pre-Trump laws that are even being upheld. Do you know of any that are? No, I mean, this is probably the most lawless administration. And and what you see in the response from Alejandro Mayorkas is the same thing that we have seen from him all along from the very first time, because I was the first person to get him to the Capitol Hill when he spoke to the Border Security Caucus. And it was always defiant, always the border secure, always uh, we're doing this and that. But the reality is He's the one that's been the architect to, de- to uh, give us the demise of Title VIII, which is the, um, the law with regard to it, border security. So he's basically said, border's open. He said, you can come in, but just don't come now. He's not doing anything to enforce it. He's dissuaded Mexico from helping us. And so it is utterly lawless. And he is the main architect, uh, in my opinion, of that lawlessness along the border. Yeah. And, you know, when you describe it as when you describe him as the architect, it does certainly seem like there uh, is an air of intent behind all of this. But Joe Biden, President Biden claims that he he doesn't have the authority. He doesn't have the power to do this. He has said this in numerous uh, instances in the last few days when confronted about the border crisis by the media. And he says things like, give me the authority, give me the power, give me the judges. Um, Congressman, I don't remember him needing any of that authority or power or judges on day one when he repealed three major uh, border initiatives, of course, remain in Mexico being the most important of those, but zero tolerance policy among others. I don't remember him needing additional power or authority when he signed those EOs. And I don't think that he needs additional power or authority to to undo his own EOs, does he? No, you're 100 percent exactly right. The same statutes are in place. And the only thing that changed was his directives under executive order not to implement or to rescind President Trump's policies. The only thing that he has done is he's instructed with Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, his, his agents to not uh, remove people from the country when they already have removal orders granted by courts. It would, would take nothing for him to go back in. He had the authority, he believed, to actually stop building the fence. He had the authority to actually move to catch and release. He had the authority, he believed, to stop the MPP or the Remain in Mexico program. He had the authority, he believed, to stop Title 42 aspects. He believed he had all of that authority. And now he comes out and says, woe is me. Uh, Congress just simply won't give me authority. 
And there's nobody who is less deserving for executive authority than President Joe Biden with his henchman, Alejandro Mayorkas. Yes, sir. It's It's been remarkable to see. And something that has really, I think, up the ante is the showdown that we have seen between federal border agents and state officials in Texas, state law enforcement with their National Guard, the uh, removal and non-removal and removal and putting back up of the razor wire. If, if this indeed barrels down this path where we've got these two factions of law enforcement battling it out for either security or insecurity of the border, I hate to ask this question so flippantly, but who wins? Well, actually, um, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a standoff. I don't think the, the line agent, I think the, Fed, the, the CBP agents union, their association, says they support Texas's position. Um, and and so I, I don't think you're going to see the, this administration try to ratchet it up so where you actually have the, some kind of physical confrontation. Um, and quite frankly, the only way this wire gets cut now is if the Mayorkas and his uh, top-level staff says, we're going to cut the cut the, the border wire. So I think what's going to happen is you're going to see um, these people are going to keep moving out away. And quite frankly, what we're going to see what happened years ago when poor Arizona is going to be the brunt of it because our governor won't do anything and uh, we're going to get rushed. We're already getting rushed, but the cartels are going to move people over there because it's going to be easier to get in. And we they know we have miles and miles of open uh, stretches right now without agents because they're so busy processing and transporting. So that's what I think is going to happen is you stand off in Texas and uh, the cartels are going to start using Arizona, maybe the boot of New Mexico, a little bit of California uh, to bring people in, in in droves. That's where the increases are going to come from. Well, and I also wonder if this could end up being a very embarrassing moment for Joe Biden when he has for, for, uh, federal border patrol agents who, like you said, their union chief has said over and over, our agents do not want to cut this wire. How embarrassing is that for an administration, a commander in chief, to have his own men and women say, sir, we're just not going to follow those orders. Do you think that it would be something uh, that overt or would they just find ways to, I guess, circumvent the order? Well, the, 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 they will find ways to circumvent the order as much as they can and still be within their statutory yeah. obligation. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and also just to get to the point to 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 no shame, Amanda, to no embarrassment, you'd have to know shame. And and Joe Biden has demonstrated over and over. He doesn't really know shame. And he's he's perfectly content with disregarding court orders, disregarding Title eight, other statutory provisions. I just I look at it and I think, how in the world does he think that the American people are so stupid that we don't know exactly what's caused this? Just comparison of where we were three years ago under the previous administration, Donald Trump's administration, you compare it to today. You had roughly 400 to 450,000 encounters um, in Donald Trump's last year, some sectors below 9,000 for Pete's sakes. And that's you're getting 400,000 uh, people minimum every every two months, every six weeks under this administration. Right. It's just it's insane. Yeah, well, and, and I remember under Obama, uh, his DHS secretary, Jay Johnson, talked about how a thousand illegal immigrant encounters in one day was a bad day. And now we're up to 10, 12,000. It's incredible to see. Sir, uh, you mentioned the cartels. And I just wanted to ask you. 
about these reports uh, surfacing out of Mexico about U.S. military-grade weapons in the hands of their cartels, more so than they've seen in the past, because we know that this is something that uh, continues to be a struggle between our two nations. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to flash back to, what, 15 years ago or so, 10, yeah, 15 years ago with with Fast and Furious and, and that type of thing. But you've got the ATF with Operation Southbound who say that they are trying to interrupt these arms trafficking uh, the arms trafficking. And yet Mexico, this has risen to a degree. It is so concerning to them that they feel like they need to pressure the Biden administration to investigate. Yeah. And, and the reality is there's a whole series which shows how flawed some of these undercover operations have been. So you had Operation Wide Receiver, Operation Fast and Furious and several others. Um, and one of the things that I've advocated for, Amanda, for a long time is actually southbound interdiction uh, operations at our ports of entry. Um, we we see far more cross-border traffic going north, right? So between the ports of entry, including the, the areas where they're getting away, we see very few people going back. And But where they're taking money, they're laundering money and taking cash back through the ports of entry and they're taking guns back. And every time we've done a port of entry southbound operation, usually for very short periods of time, We've had tremendous success interdicting weapons and money, but this administration uh, is not helping out. And I, I got to believe that if we we started interdicting that traffic going southbound, we could then leverage that to get Mexico to replace that National Guard that they had there and move back into a true uh, MPP program um, because the the cartels are so well armed now. And quite frankly, uh, the report I had, and this is going to be distributed uh, as well, but we had this report about six weeks ago, is that, you know, normally the, the corruption is, is that the, the government is taking bribes to protect the uh, criminal. In this instance, however, uh, many, in many uh, cities or, or villages and towns of Mexico, you're actually seeing that the cartels control the government and the government is having to pay protection money to the cartels. Oof, what an incredible interview with the congressman. I firmly believe that if we had more fighters like Andy Biggs on Capitol Hill, we would probably be in a lot better shape as a nation. Maybe maybe Republicans can make that happen in November. We're going to have to wait and see. But we're going to stay on this border topic with our next guest. She is Dr. Dawn Buckingham, and she serves as the Texas Land Commissioner. She, of course, is America first as well. But Perhaps more importantly, she is Texas first. So we're going to hear from her just after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS 
They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Welcome back from the commercial, everybody. Just a little bit of breaking news on the global front. Yesterday, we reported that President Biden, who blamed Iran-backed militant groups for the attack that wounded over 30 soldiers and killed three this past weekend, said uh, yesterday that he decided how to respond to the incident, but stressed that the United States does not need to enter a wider war in the Middle East. Maybe a little too late for that, Joe. Anyway, uh, well, we've got an update on that, which is that Iran has denied any involvement. And Iran's U.N. ambassador told the media today that, quote, the Islamic Republic would decisively respond to any attack on the country, its interests and national uh, and nationals under any pretext, unquote. So we're, of course, going to keep you posted on this over on justthenews.com. But in the meantime, someone who delivers a very strong message about Texas border security is our next guest, Texas Land Commissioner Dr. Don Buckingham. I want to start off with the current situation at the border because we are all kind of watching with bated breath. We are uh, seeing this this conflict between the administration, the, the Biden administration and Texas Governor Greg Abbott, but Texas as a whole, uh, Texas National Guard trying to protect your state. And yet Joe Biden wants Texas to basically not have protection, to not have buoys along the Rio Grande, to not have razor wire to protect our nation. Um, I have a feeling that this is going to get even worse before uh, it gets better. But what are your thoughts? Well, I think you're exactly right. And I just want to I always like to go back a little bit and let's talk a little bit about this park, this this point in the entire country that has become the epicenter for so much conflict and so much discussion. It is a city park that also included a golf course that is a part of the river that is incredibly dangerous for migrants to cross. The Border Patrol under Trump actually had a plan to put barriers in the water uh, to prevent migrants from trying to cross because the risk of drowning was so high. So we had a situation where it was very dangerous for migrants crossing. The citizens of the community were not able to get to their park. The Border Patrol turned it into a migrant processing center, taking away all of that access, and the kids couldn't practice golf. So 
DPS and the Texas Military Department come in and they say, look, we're going to make this safe by deterring migrants to a safer place to cross. We're going to allow and be sure that the citizens have access to their part. Border Patrol can still have access to the boat dock to come and go as they please. Um, and, you know, all this kerfuffle is just a lot, a lot of the Biden administration showing that is their policies that are the lures that are bringing people here enslaved, robbing them of the American dream, robbing the local citizens of their community park. And so Texas is going to step in and fill that gap as we have been doing for several years. Well, and Commissioner, the glaring stupidity of all of this is that with respect to the protections that Texas is trying to employ to not only protect Texas, but to protect the United States, um, those measures like the buoys, you know, the Biden administration's counter is, well, illegal immigrants are dying because they can't swim through or they get caught at the buoy. Same thing with the razor wire. They're getting cut. They're getting, you know, injured at the razor wire. Don't incentivize them to come. Don't swim to the buoys. Don't climb over the razor wire. It seems pretty simple to me that this is this is not even humanitarian. It's purely political. But even the politics of this commissioner seem like they are reversing because it's now the number one issue that Americans are voting on. It was amazing to watch the New Hampshire vote um, recently and have border security be the number one issue in New Hampshire. So you know that we're finally getting the message out. I mean, we have seen over six million migrants in the last few years. That is more than 33 individual states' populations. This is absolutely an invasion across our border, across all of our border states, over 150 countries, lots and lots of people coming from countries that sponsor terrorism a big shift toward military age young men. Um, we're seeing more and more of the terrorist most wanted list. We're discovering and capturing more and more fentanyl, enough to care, kill every man, woman, and child in America multiple times over. It is time to secure our border. It is time for the Biden administration to actually follow our constitution. And you know what? If they're not going to, then Texas, we're going to defend ourselves and we don't have to ask for permission. No, you do not. Um, Commissioner, there have been a number of moves by this administration that have just been purely petty. I don't think that there's really any other way uh, to view it. And most recently, uh, they have ceased approval of liquefied natural gas exports from the state of Texas. Texas is the number one provider of that uh, in our United States and the number three provider worldwide. This sure seems punitive to me. It's absolutely punitive, and the timing couldn't be any more uh, proof of that. But the bottom line is, you know, the and I always like to remind everybody, the border communities are beautiful. Liquefied natural gas is a very clean energy, cleaner than most other energy sources that our foreign countries have access to. So the bogus claim about the massive climate change emergency at this moment in time. But you know what? We're starting to see Democrats. I talk to them every day along the border, and they are completely upset with the Biden administration. They feel like they are being hurt by his policies and he has no regard for them. And this is just another example of that. In fact, we're actually starting to see elected Democrats in the state uh, uh, condemn these actions and, and what Biden's trying to do with these licenses for liquefied natural gas. And you know what? They're going to continue to keep trying to hurt Texas and we're going to continue to keep winning. Yeah, I love I love seeing it. And I want to throw back to something that we were talking about at the beginning, because we are now seeing what appears to be a competition between the federal government and the state government. Uh, but make no mistake, our founders never intended that to be a competition. 
They intended states to have the majority of the responsibility, the weight of securing our country, uh, the weight of responsibility for their citizens and their safety, the weight of even economic and social rules within their state. Um, our founding fathers never wanted the federal government to have as much influence as they do. Obviously, protecting our borders, that's a little bit of a different issue. But it seems to me that Texas is doing a, rate, a great job delivering a master class of what happens when you have a state that wants to protect the entire country when the government in, the, in Washington, D.C. is not doing so. How does it feel to have so many other states? Because a lot of Republican states have signed up and said, yep, I'm signing this letter. I support Texas. In fact, I will send National Guard troops from our state. How is that helping you guys? We love it. It's kind of like the wind beneath our wings. So we love to see everybody lining up, realizing how important this is. There's a pretty impressive map of the governors and states that are standing with Texas. And so we're just telling everybody, look, Article 4, Section 4 says our federal government will ensure a republic form of government and will protect our borders. And then Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 says if there's an invasion, the state doesn't have to ask to protect itself if in case the federal government falls falls short of the goal. And so you know, we love having the support. We love talking to everybody. This is really affecting every state as the migrants are, of course, going everywhere all over the country. And uh, so we're just going to keep fighting that fight and keep getting our message out. And, and you know, what we want everyone to hear is that Republicans want these migrants to come legally. We want them to have part of the American dream. The way they are coming into this country enslaved robs them of that American dream, and it is unacceptable. Yeah, look, come on in, but sign the guest book. We want a big wall with a big door that people can come through, but you got to do it the right way. Uh, we just had Robert Greenway from the Heritage Foundation on the show, and he's an expert in national security, served many tours in the Middle East, um, multiple decades of national security experience. And he said, I am surprised that more terrorist attacks have not happened. We've got, what, 170 uh, suspects on the terror watch list that have now come into our country, 172. Are you surprised as well? My concern is that we are going to see something similar to what we just saw in Israel, coordinated attacks all over the place, killing innocent men, women and children. And the blood of those innocent Americans is squarely on the hands of the Democrats. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we all want you. You talked about the New Hampshire primary. Tom Homan was there with President Trump. Uh, and was there with him by his side as he accepted that victory speech. You know, Joe Biden came into office and repealed so many of Donald Trump's border policies. Um, and do you think that Donald Trump is is the only person or one of the best people to reverse what's happening right now? Well, I've endorsed Donald Trump. I'm firmly behind him. But I think he's really the only one that can withstand the holy hellfire that the Democrats are throwing. I mean, if you look what they have put him through, you look at all of the inaccurate accusations, all of the attempted ways to take him right. and his family down. He has stood strong in the That's fire. Right. And I do believe he's one of the few people who can take it. You know, one of the most important aspects of covering the border and all of the different devastating aspects of it is getting different perspectives. It's important to have the perspective of Border Patrol officials. It's important to have the perspective of folks who have worked in homeland security, either, you know, in the recent past or during the Trump administration. It's important to have Border Patrol union presidents on because they represent the voice of the men and women who serve our nation and protect our nation at the border. It's also really important to have those state officials on, like Commissioner Buckingham, because 
you know, I love her perspective on things. She sees the devastation at the border. She sees the effects of fentanyl, the economic effects, the the crime effects on on big cities in Texas, but all across Texas, all across our nation. And yet she still has such a positive outlook on things. And I think we can all learn a little bit from that, because regardless of what's happening in our country, uh, for those who who fight for freedom and our founding values of our country, if you don't stop fighting, then they never win. Okay, before we head off to this break, I just want to give you a quick reminder. I am Amanda Head, and I'm obviously filling in for John this week as he is out, but he's going to be back next week. And then shortly thereafter, we're going to be launching my podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head. That's going to be on John's Just the News podcast platform. I am so excited to join it. I am so excited to get the show on the road. We're just buttoning up a few final details, uh, and I know you're just going to love it. So I look forward to bringing that to you. So keep tuning in for more updates on that but enjoy these messages from our sponsor and we will see you on the other side okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself begin your new smile journey with bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at bite.com bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back from the commercial break. You know, (laughs) this show obviously feels like it is border, 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 and it kind of should be because this is this is something that has moved into the number one spot as far as priorities for American voters. As we have spoken about on the TV show often, the economy is devastating Americans to a degree that we haven't seen probably since Jimmy Carter. And the economy is ultra important. But leading into Iowa, for those of you who were tuning in for information and the results of the Iowa caucus, we watched those top two issues flip. Economy is now number two and border is number one. And one of those folks who who I love getting his, his perspective on uh, on border issues is Congressman Mike Collins. He is from the state of Georgia. And for those of you who don't know, our three service members who were killed in Jordan on the military base that was right on the border of Syria, uh, killed in that drone strike over the weekend, all three of them were from Georgia. So I want to talk to the Georgia congressman about that, but he is an important voice. He's on, he's on the Freedom Caucus. He's on a number of important committees transportation and infrastructure, uh, natural resources, science, space, science, space and technology. He's just a phenomenal voice on all things. And we appreciate him joining us. Congressman Mike Collins, thank you for being here. Well, I appreciate you having me on tonight, Amanda. Sir, you know that your bill is complete common sense. And I can imagine, you know, that what, what we are hearing from the beat Border Patrol, the men and women who are actually on the border 
the ones who are technically a part of Homeland Security, so technically are the ones who would be cutting the razor wire. We're hearing that they don't want to do that. So I imagine they are watching from the border at what you are doing on Capitol Hill, this legislation that you introduced last week and cheering it on. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. We've turned our Border Patrol agents from Border Patrol into more or less travel agents uh, for people that are coming across that border illegal and uh, just sending them all across this country. Not only just sending them across the country, just paying for them to put them up for lodging and paying for their food, paying for their cell phones. And so as a as, as Congress, we have a very, very short And then we also have appropriations, which is power of the purse. And that's where this bill fits so perfectly in there. You know, when we see overreach and, and, and federal agencies that are out of control, and we have seen plenty of that, uh, but in this case, uh, we're able to defund the ability to enforce that rule. It's a simple bill, short bill. We've already picked up 25 co-sponsors, and we had, we're just now getting back uh, to D.C. where we've been off for a week. So we've got an exciting few days ahead of us where we're going to pound it and add on a ton more co-sponsors to get this bill passed through the House and get it over to the Senate. Fantastic. Um, sir, I want to switch to um, a different topic. We now know because of this drone strike in Jordan that America has three fewer heroes. And now that we have learned the names of those service members who were killed in that attack, we now know that uh, Georgia has three fewer heroes. Yeah. All three of them were from Georgia, um, which is, is devastating for, for the state and for the nation, especially when you, when you consider that this, I think, could have certainly been prevented. Um, but Joe Biden's press secretary had an interesting take on it all. Check this out. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave of three folks who are who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration, of the American people, obviously more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls. I'm, I'm going to sidestep the word salad aspect of that because I think it's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Um, I wasn't aware that our military signs up to fight for a president or an administration. I thought that they swore an oath to the Constitution and to this country. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'll, I'll say what she didn't say, and it's, uh, I, I hope everybody joins us in praying for those families that, uh, that mm -hmm. lost members and, uh, you know, Amanda, it, it, to put another perspective on it, I spent Saturday morning um, at a farewell ceremony sending off 300 uh, National Guardsmen, soldiers from middle Georgia to different points across this world. And, you know, the Biden administration has done a good job of getting us into these predicaments. And, and a lot of times we don't know what the exit strategy is or what they're doing, where they're at. But uh, we have emboldened our enemies. They don't fear us anymore. We've got Iran out there doing proxy wars. You know, during the Trump administration, they produced around 400,000 barrels a day. Do you realize that today they produce over 3 million barrels of oil a day? And that is where the money is coming from. We are funding Iran's proxy wars with these thug terrorists that they, they have got across the world, sending these drones and uh, shooting missiles at us and and, uh, you know, it's not just three service members we lost, but we lost a couple of Navy SEALs just a week or so ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's not hard to connect the dots between all of these issues because yeah. 
border security is national security. And when you consider the policies of this administration, quite frankly, it's not surprising that we are seeing all of these conflicts uh, explode. But you were talking about the, the Georgia National Guard troops being deployed across the world, but also to the southern border. Border Georgia is one of those states who is standing with Texas to protect our southern border. Uh, just to tie these th- two things together, we've now got 172 terrorists that we know of on the terror watch list who were apprehended at the border. They are flooding into this nation. Uh, I have a feeling that they are heading to the big cities, but we don't really know because these cells are all across America. Georgia mm-hmm. could be the next strike. It, it could well be. And and almost two million people that are gotaways. We don't have a clue who they are, where yep. they went or what they're up to. You know, and, and the fact is that uh, when you take a look at the, the bill that I got signed into law that uh, deals with our law enforcement and fentanyl and the additives that they mix with that. All of that is coming across the southern border. And so we not only set out to help protect our law enforcement, but now we're out there, we're, we're going to do whatever we can to help the people in the state of Texas, which in turn also helps every state across this country, because you're exactly right, man. We've, we're, every state now is a border state. Absolutely. Um, Sir, you know, anytime someone says that Democrats hate America, you know, oftentimes the response is, whoa, 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 that's not necessarily true. Except that it seems like with everything they say and do, they put America last. And one of your colleagues, Democrat Representative Ilhan Omar, told a crowd of Somalis that her top priority is to put Somalia first and expand its territory. I will add that she did not uh, deliver this speech in English. It was in her Somali tongue. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts on that is I wouldn't have understood a word that she was saying. She should be speaking in English. Right. And uh, the fact that uh, we've already gotten one, rid of one member of, of Congress this year, I would uh, be in full support of getting rid of another one, and that would be her. Gosh, I mean, you would certainly think that for, for members of Congress, Folks on Capitol Hill who who hold mm-hmm. the purse strings, who are who have a hand in legislation, that they should at least want to put our nation first. Um, and, let's and, switch gears and, to and tell heads. people, you know, to tell people that we are going to force the American government to do what Somalia wants and and what's in the best interest of Somalia. You know, my advice yeah. to her is, if she wants to be a part of that uh, government, go back to Somalia and sign up or whatever form of government they have. But when you're here and you're in the United States of America, especially when you're a representative in Congress, uh, Mm -hmm. this is America first. And and, and that American flag pin is supposed to mean something. Absolutely. Sir, we've just got about 45 seconds left. I know you sent a letter to Georgia AG Chris Carr regarding uh, District District Attorney Fannie Willis and her uh, her paramour relationship, the taxpayer dollars going to her trips to California. Uh, what, do you, what do you think we should do about that? Well, I think it should be investigated. I'm glad to see that uh, Representative Charlize Byrd, I would not want to get on her bad side. Uh, she's a state representative. She's p- called for impeachment. That's good. Georgia really has a hard time with DAs, and I'm glad that they're finally addressing that and trying to get some control over them. You know, I know for a lot of us, we get inundated with all of this illegal immigrant information, you know, the number of gotaways, the number of people apprehended at the border, the number of terrorists on the terror watch list apprehended at the border, the, the pounds of fentanyl, um, you know, the the trafficking aspects and, and statistics. I know that it's really, really easy to get bogged down by this. And you, 
you just have to think about what's happening in November. We we do have a chance to turn things around. If you are not pleased with what is happening with the Biden administration, then this is your chance to to voice your concerns and to air out your grievances with Joe Biden. Uh, but you have to remember, you know, it's not just Joe Biden. It is it, it's his lackey. It's DHS Secretary Mayorkas, who is, you know, about to be really, really under the spotlight as far as impeachment articles. And and that's going to probably get voted on by the full House, maybe the end of this me- this week, but I think more likely next week. But he doesn't even seem scared. For those of you who read his eight page letter that he sent to Homeland Security Committee Chairman Mark Green, he said false accusations do not rattle me. This guy isn't scared. He's not scared of Republicans. And I think that that's one of the things that is most angering to people who are America first, who care about securing the border. It's that it's that these people don't seem to ever get punished for their, you know, their lack of fulfilling their duties. They fail up. This is something, this is a central theme of Washington that John and I talk about all the time, people failing up. And it's pathetic to see, but unfortunately it has been a part of the machine for a very, very long time. This was, you know, I mean, corruption is something that is as old as time, but our founding fathers tried their hardest to place guardrails uh, around these things so that this wouldn't happen. But we have a mechanism for change and it is the elections. And while you all have heard me talk about on the TV show plenty, I am not fully confident in our elections. I do think things have improved since 2022 and since 2020. There are a lot of private organizations that have been activated to to you know press on in the effort to clear up our elections but they're not perfect and quite frankly they're never going to be so uh vote like your life depends on it i think that for for those who feel like there have been shenanigans for a long time in our elections obviously 2020 was that inflection point that people realized hey this has been a problem for a very very long time for those who feel that way this is your chance Okay, guys, uh, you have to vote outside the margin of fraud. I think that that is the most important thing. Everybody get out and vote. And uh, and that's how you can make change happen. So I appreciate all of you joining me today on John Solomon Reports. I obviously am not John Solomon. I'm Amanda Head, but I am so excited to be here. And I'll be here again tomorrow for John's podcast and throughout the rest of the week. Again, stay tuned for updates on my podcast. Furthermore, with Amanda Head, that's going to be coming out in February. We will be launching it and we will be updating you along the way. We just got to get a few of the kinks and details worked out and then we're going to launch. All right, everybody, have a blessed day and I'll see you tomorrow. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion. Hunter Biden and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests 
including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. Oh, 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 o